right, welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode 33. I'm Ty Miller. Tonight I'm joined by Scott Fish and Dynasty Frank. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> Scott bringing the energy tonight. <laughs> How many five hours did you just have, Scott? We counted, Ty just and I one. just got counted like three. I think it was three. Just one. Just one, just all right. One. My son's in this habit where he needs one of us to lay down with him for a bit before yep. uh, before he really will go down, will go to sleep. Right. And that sapped all my energy. I nearly <laughs> fell asleep. It's hard yeah, to get I think back. Every up. parent does it. Yeah. We, we do the same thing. We will we'll have a, a, a story. My daughter will say a story. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's the cutest thing in the world. She'll <laughs> come up with a story. It makes no sense. I'm like, good story, Madeline. Okay, good night, sweetie. Yeah. You know, and they just, they just keep talking just to keep you in the room. Yeah. They'll keep talking. When they well, do that, I kind I kind of wish I could like see into their mind and know what they're thinking, like know what story they're telling themselves. It's probably some psychedelic world, man. We go into a kid's mind and be like, yo, this is crazy. Oh, man, that'd be amazing. Hey, well, we should talk some football or something. Yeah, yeah there's a football say, show. Like, Speaking of talking and keeping people's attention here, let's, uh, let's get into it. Last week we talked about some running backs, and this week we're going to talk about some wide receivers because everybody loves wide receivers, right? Of course, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Except you two. Well, I do prefer running backs, but yeah, you know, I mean, you have to have wide receivers. I'm I mean, I'm a self-proclaimed backaholic. I, yes, I I, <laughs> I love my running backs. So the DLF June ADP has been released, and uh, you know you can kind of dig through that. I suggest you go check it out. You'll see the risers and fallers, and and uh, we did a quick scope through them. And some of them stood out, but the main thing here is we're going to just kind of go all around the league, kind of point out what we think is interesting crazy. situations. You can yeah. say it's crazy. The first one you're going to bring up is just crazy. absolutely crazy. You know, I would be remiss to mention, uh, those are compiled <laughs> at Dynasty League Football by Ryan McDowell. Uh, That's right, yes. Who's probably listening to this on his way to uh, Disney. Uh, he's not tonight, but by the time he listens to this. So enjoy Disney and enjoy Hilton Head, Ryan. Yes. I guess. Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy this. <week. laughs> a, a message for the future for him to hear. Right. <laughs> All right. So Frank alluded to it. This one's crazy to me. Laquan Treadwell, his startup ADP has risen 10 wide receiver spots between May and June. He is now at wide receiver 15, sitting in between Demarius Thomas and T.Y. Hilton. But one thing that I really did like here, and I, we just talked about Ryan McDowell there. I wanted to at least give them a plug here on Dynasty Blueprint, their podcast. They had Jacob Rickroad on, and he actually made some really good startup points about how the wide receiver position is so deep that unless a player elevates to that elite level, he isn't going to crack the top 12 because it's it's so deep. There's so many players. You start making a list, it, it's going to be difficult to fit even 20 guys that you you know you're just gonna you're gonna end up leaving people out. It's kind of like making a, a wedding invitation you know, guest list here. It's just like, man, who am I going to leave out? So I think it is too early to assume Treadwell can't end up on that level, but to see him jump 10 spots over a 30-day period really threw me back. He's 20 overall. Not enough? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he does have Teddy Bridgewater now throwing him the ball. Teddy Goatwater. Treadwell, doesn't Treadwell and Bridgewater sound like, like Treadwell sounds like some covert operation that the U.S. is killing 
it is like people. Jason Bourne, like Tread Stone or something? Is it sound like that, right? Like it's Tread and, Stone. Hey, if and you have the two you... players, you're just treading water. That's all. Hey, yeah. uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, to, to your point and Jacob's point, I'm looking at this a- the ADP. Yeah. Anyone, basically anyone in the top 27, I could see being a top, a, a wide receiver one this year. Like every single name one through 27 on the wide receivers, yeah. I could see finishing as a wide receiver one. No, so, when he started uh, talking about it, you start yeah. thinking, it's like, oh my god. I mean, like, how do you leave people out? <laughs> that's that's why I've been zagging. Out of these wide receivers, Treadwell is one of them I'd leave out, though. I mean, honestly, Kelvin Benjamin's another one I'd leave out, but out of the top 25, I, let's go with 25, right? Look, DGB, I'm going to leave yeah. out as a, as, a, as a wide receiver one. Laquan Treadwell, I'm going to leave out as a wide receiver one. Kelvin Benjamin, I... Uh, I'll leave out. I'll put them at 25, right? I, I do think those else, are the least likely, but I think that they like, could is what right. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, you know, absolutely, they could. But to put them at 15th overall, Treadwell, I just um, – all right, you know, I'm not going to do it. But You know, Waldman and Bloom have talked about him a bunch recently. On uh, I know Bloom has on the couch and Waldman has, uh, especially on the episode he was on. Uh, maybe that gave a little bit of a bump in the mm-hmm. ADP. Because when elite fantasy minds like that start talking about a play like that, that'll that'll happen. Yeah, especially in mocks, because people people start to go for uh, sexier picks, and yep. Treadwell is definitely more of a sexy pick than than say a Benjamin or you know with Jordy Nelson being thirty one, probably more right. than Jordy. And nobody seems to love Jarvis Landry ever. So yeah, yeah. So I I can see him moving up just because of the the sex appeal. But Moncrief was is like the hottest wide receiver, one of yeah. the hottest wide receivers this offseason, and he jumped Moncrief four spots. Moncrief is at 19. Not only jumped Moncrief, he jumped Hilton and Moncrief. I mean, both those guys. And Kevin White. Kevin White is, yeah. is, is going for more, I mean, in some, in some circles. He's going for a, a killing. I just don't see it. I, I'm, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, like what you're talking about with Treadwell jumping Moncrief. I mean, Moncrief has risen two spots up to wide receiver 19. Hilton jumped two spots to wide receiver 16, I think it is. Treadwell above them, it just doesn't make sense to me. With Andrew Luck, you know he's going to throw probably 600 times. And with Kobe Fleener now gone... Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I think he's averaging over 600. I I would not be surprised if it's closer to 700, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and Kobe Fleener's now gone with 75 targets a season gone. Yeah. Um, So, I mean... We are, let's just move on there. Do you think that Andrew Luck can support two top 20 wide receivers for the next few years? Because that's where Hilton and Moncrief are. Easily. I, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think he could. I, Oh, man, especially uh, if, if that line can gel and protect him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, oof, it's it's I hard it's... to love Andrew Luck. I, I'm, ba- I'm back. On, I, I never really got off that train, but... He was throwing a lot of interceptions, but yeah. I, th- I think that they are going to throw a lot of passes. Uh, I think it's more likely Andrew Luck can uh, can have two can support two wide receiver ones than Laquan Treadwell can support one, uh, <laughs> than the Teddy Bridgewater can support one wide receiver one. How's that? I don't know. Yeah, there have been a lot yeah. of bad quarterbacks that have had a lot of wide receiver ones. I know, but I don't. I don't um, see Treadwell. You know, like you look at AJ Green. He's got Andy Dalton, of course. You know, there there are some wide receivers that are quarterback proof, and I just don't see Laquan Treadwell being quarterback proof. 
Oh, I, I disagree there. I think Laquan Treadwell might be quarterback proof, and I actually think that's the good fit. I, I sound like I'm defending Treadwell. Even I think this is way too high for Treadwell, too. I was joking. But, uh, <laughs> Where are you, um, Scott? I, I, are think, you? I think the biggest <laughs> problem is truth. No. that Viking offense, as they currently built with the running game, uh, with Adrian Peterson, with uh, Teddy being more on accuracy, and Teddy ne- just doesn't unleash it. He, Teddy's throwing, what's he going to throw, like 15, 17, 18 touchdowns? He threw, what yeah. did he throw, 14 last Four, year? 14, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, the, the, the ceiling on Treadwell is not that high, at, at least for the first couple of years. So um, that's a really high ranking for me for Treadwell. That's, there, there are guys below him that, I, that I'd far rather have. I think you can get much more production out of early. I, I mean, I really like... Treadwell, and I like that he's going to be an immediate red zone threat for the Vikings. But yeah, it, it is super high. I, I didn't mean to sound like I was defending the, the spot. I, I was just... No, uh, no, I mean, it's good to have somebody defending at least... At well, least uh, the devil's advocate to a Exactly, point. there you go. Devil's advocate, yeah. because I mean, I think that uh, of of the three of us, you were... I mean, you're the Debbie guy. You know, you invented Debbie. So, <laughs> to, you know, you are definitely more entrenched in these guys. You probably have more of a background or know their background better than we do. It's just whenever we look at the offense that they're in, like what Frank was talking about with uh, Teddy Bridgewater, it's it's really unappealing. And I, I think there is a spot he can fill there. It, it's just not you, – you just don't get excited about it. But Or at least I don't get – obviously people are getting excited about it because otherwise he wouldn't be wide receiver 15. Yeah, well, Teddy's accurate, and Treadwell fights for the ball, and Treadwell Treadwell can take a ball, uh, you know, ten yards ten yards down the field, and really fight for yards, and that that's going to work well with with Teddy's game. I feel. Yeah, that'll be interesting seeing how that that works because Kyle Rudolph. Uh, well, yeah, but he's just a red zone threat, really. You know, he, like, he is, but I mean, he, what yeah. what did he like have convert like three out of eight? Passes yeah, in the in the end zone last year or something like it's that. It's gross. Yeah. That's oh, and he's always hurt. I yeah, I, I like to joke. I mean, I used to be in a league. I quit this league. I had Eifert and Rudolph, and I don't think I ever got a full season out of those three combined. <laughs> like I think they were all, both of them were always hurt. I was picking up guys like yeah, no names to just get a tight end in my roster. <laughs> And the, and Eifert's already hurt again, and Rudolph will be, know. you know, yep. Rudolph probably hurt himself tonight. We don't know yet. Probably just yeah. listening to us. Yeah, he heard this and got pissed off, threw his back out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's more reason to to pick up Michael Pruitt, right? Yep, there you go. He's oh my god, he's going everywhere now. <laughs> I, I love. I forget who mentioned Michael. I think it might have been Scott Michael Pruitt in like Capitals Pigs, and then people just start pick. I see him like in every other league, like in Seinfeld and Kadoosh yeah. and everything. Michael Pruitt, Michael Pruitt. I'm like one person mentions Michael Pruitt once online on Twitter, and it's yeah. just like a brush fire. It just just in, in Pigs, he went for thirty one auction dollars, and Kyle Rudolph went for twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but laugh. Twelve is too much for Kyle Rudolph. So, <laughs> so somehow we end up focusing on tight ends and a white. There we go. <laughs> we, had, we didn't have a game plan. We just went. Right. Go, no, dude, we, dude. we we admit oh. that we don't plan for this stuff. No. Well, looking at some other ones, it's some duos like T.Y. Hilton and Moncrief. There, uh, there's there's another really highly ranked duo, and that is the Miami wide receivers Jarvis Landry and Devontae Parker. They're back to back in June ADP at wide receiver twenty and twenty one. That, People hate that, them now. 
They, they hate they, them now? They slid this month, too. They slid, yes. Yeah, this is what though, happens. Right? It yeah. happens every year. The beginning of the offseason, like the community will pick one one wide receiver or one player, and Devontae Parker early on was that player. And yeah. he's got great. Look at the end of the season. And now once they build you up to a certain point, they got to start knocking you down. Now there's contrarian plays. Devontae Parker sucks. You right. know, he had a, he had to start watching his old uh, college tape to get confidence because he, whatever, whatever, whatever. And now he's, it seemed like he's still on this little, this little slide because now he's at 20. Devontae Parker's at 20 uh, overall as a wide receiver, 20 wide receiver overall. Mm-hmm. And he keeps going. He went down three spots from last month. Jarvis Landry never gets any, no. any love ever. He never gets any love, and he dropped five spots from last month. So they're going to keep going. They're going to keep dropping. Watch. Yeah, I mean, Leonte Carew's sitting at wide receiver 45, but I I know we've mentioned this in a previous show. Uh, In a situation like this where there's several wideouts that will be competing for targets, uh, we typically want the quarterback more than anything. You know, I think I went as far as predict Tannehill would break 4,500 yards and 30 touchdowns for the first time in his career. But really, when you look at it, honestly, it's – I don't think that's much of a stretch now. You know, with with these three guys, uh, Jordan Cameron, Jay Ajayi, Kenyon Drake. I mean, not to get on the quarterback topic now, <laughs> but you know, I mean, just just looking at that offense. I mean, is there? I, I want to say, which wide receiver from Miami do you guys prefer long term? Both, or is it like one person you're really targeting? Ah, oh, man, for floor probably Landry, but upside mm-hmm. Parker. I think, it, I think is the right answer there. You don't think Carew will come through at some point here? Not this year. I don't think this year at all. Well, I'm, t- I'm talking. I think it, I think know, it's dynasty. a lot riskier. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's an offense that can support three, and I don't see Landry or Parker uh, seceding to him. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah, yeah Landry's his his blanket. I mean, I, Jarvis is is gonna get his, he's gonna keep his targets. In my opinion, I think Tannehill's gonna continue to pepper him with targets, and Parker's that uh, that shiny new toy, right? Uh, he showed uh, spurts last year, and they're gonna try to see what they got in him, and uh, hopefully he can uh, he can come. And I wonder if Carew, right. God damn it. <laughs> I wonder if Carew is gonna be one of those guys that we have on teams all the time, that wide receiver three that you never start, but you want him on your roster, and then the uh, the starter goes down, and then he's playable for a while, and then starter the comes back. Yeah, yeah. The I, I was Ward. thinking, like, yeah, like <laughs> Marcus Wheaton, or like even Emmanuel Sanders when he was with Pittsburgh, or right. even like, like one of those guys. I, I wonder if he's gonna, just going to be one of those guys. It, it is interesting. Adam Gase, you got you got to like what where that all the weapons that offense has. I mean, Tannehill, big contract, tons of weapons. I mean, he's got he's really got to put up. He's yeah. on 16th, right? Quarterback 16. Yeah, he's not going as a QB one, that's for sure. No. You know, speaking of guys that like will sit on your roster, uh, like what you're talking about with Carew, DGB, just like Parker, a DGB was getting a lot of love early in the off season. Uh, like this is the next big thing right here. This is the guy. And so now you go into OTAs, and he's not standing out at all. I'm worried, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you should be. I'm because freaking out, man. The, co- <laughs> the coaches come out and said that, like, this is a very immature group. No one's standing out. they got a lot of work to do. And not only that, they brought in Richard Matthews. It's been well documented. But they drafted Tajay Sharp, and he has been getting so much hype. From coaches and the media. I mean, Mike Malarkey even said Sharp has been the most consistent wideout 
in OTAs, and he's now going to head into camp as a starter, which could be coach, coach speak. Yeah, but with this, a bunch of malarkey. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, right. But I, I do think there's a chance this could end up happening because no one really has a locked up spot. After that came out with malarkey, people started tweeting about DGB's value collapsing, and I think if you, well, Tajay Sharp's ADP has jumped 17 spots. It's only at wide receiver 63, but DGB's floating around wide receiver 25 right now. So I think if, if you look at July ADP, so next month's ADP, I think you're going to see Tajay Sharp taking an, an even bigger bump, and I think you're going to see DGB so? slide. Yeah, I think you're going to see slide just because of people freaking out a little bit. So Tajay <laughs> Sharp, did you guys get him any le- in any leagues? No, where, where, no I, I let him. I, didn't I let him slide. Yeah, yeah I'm not a big yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah. So, are you are you buying this with his tiny hands or? Um... <laughs> no, I don't think now. I mean, definitely now is not the time, uh, unless you just think that someone's gonna just dump him. But Scott's eating ice cream on during the podcast here, like a son of a bitch. I'm sitting here drinking water and I'm like, man, I'm kind of hungry, and he's eating. Wait, ice cream. I thought he doesn't eat ice ice cream. I thought he's... Scott doesn't eat. Hold anything. on. Does Scott eat ice cream? <laughs> Is there Cool Whip on that, Scott? Oh, he just eats Cool Whip. Cool I am whip. currently eating ice cream. Yep. Cool Whip. Oh, yeah. whip. <laughs> cool Whip. Tajay Sharp, yeah. I'm not buying. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, like, DGB, going back to that with the with the whole deal with him, I, I, was, I actually traded him away in a couple leagues straight up for Moncrief, and that was pretty even. You know, wow. Like you pushed it. Well, yeah, but at the I time, would, that's, yeah, where they, that's where the hype was, you know? Like, DGB's hyped up like that. And now you're seeing kind of a separation. They're starting to slide. I really do think that, like, come July ADP, I think you're going to see DGB is one of the bigger fallers in ADP. I, I wouldn't be surprised five, six spots. I was all about him, too. And it's not just as a Titans fan. It's just like you look at him, you're like, all right, this is a huge dude. He's athletic. Right. There's no competition in Tennessee. Like, this is easy. And now he didn't do a whole lot last year. And they're bringing in all this competition. It's like, well, shit. There goes there goes the whole opportunity aspect of it. And they want to have that. What do they call it? Exotic Smash Mouth running Which game or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I call it the erotic Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so maybe that'll cut down targets too for him. Oof. Yeah. There's. I I love when stuff like this happens. I wonder if I wonder if people will start trying to buy now. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of those situations we're going to look back on and either we're going to look like idiots for selling DGB or not buying him when he gets a little bit cheaper or you're going to look like a genius just washing your hands of him. You know? It also shows you what the dynasty landscape is like that small pieces of news in the middle of June cause these big waves yep. of changes. <laughs> yeah. Huge yeah, but tsunamis. somebody, uh, uh, Carp, at Carp57, a buddy of mine, he, he has DGB everywhere, right? So he's getting all pissed off and, like, <laughs> like you know, like, you know, screw you, scumbag. He's still number one or whatever. He's still a great wide receiver. Ride the storm. Ride right. the storm. Oh, he'll, never, he'll never trade DGB. But then um, but then he also posted another one. He's like, I knew it. And it says uh, uh, they're just trying to motivate DGB. That's why yeah. they're, they're, not lab- they're not putting him a, a starter. They're not naming him a starter. They want to motivate him. Yeah. So uh, you know, this time of year, you can't trust anything you you hear or read on these blurbs. No. I, I, I'm not buying it. I still have faith in DGB. He's what the wide receiver twenty five. Right. 
I want Josh Doxson over him, Corey Coleman over him. <laughs> I'm looking at the. Uh, Hold uh, on, you want Corey Coleman over DGB, huh? No, maybe he's going 26. Corey Coleman. I know, but he's shorter, Josh dude. I definitely want Josh Doxson over DGB. <laughs> I know he is small, Corey Coleman, and he's on he's on Cleveland. Ugh. Yeah, you know what? I like that. DGB 25, Corey Coleman 26, but Josh Doxson definitely had a DGB. I had a Jordan Matthews. I had a Kelvin Benjamin. Um, I'll put him right there at 23. I love Josh Doxson at 23. Laquan Trouble's got to get out of 15. I'm sorry. Get him out of 15. That was the first one that just blew my mind was Laquan Treadwell sitting there at, at wide receiver 15. I'm like, it really makes you wonder. I, I wish I had gone back and looked at last year's startup ADP as far as where DGB was this time last season or off season, I guess. You know, right. it's like if Treadwell doesn't show up, where's he going to be at in 2017? He'll be a DGB spot right here, 25. Right, yeah, on a borderline. Yeah, everybody's freaking out if he's gonna if it's gonna happen or not. I'm sorry, you wanted to know. Uh, DGB's June ADP last year. Yeah, you got it. Scott's good at this. 49th. 49th, 49th overall, actually. Let me go to wide receivers. and uh, 28th overall wide yeah. receiver. Okay. So. Yeah, and see, I guess, man, I'm, I'm just still kind of blown away by that. And, uh, and this news for reference, is, yeah. the highest rookie was Amari Cooper at 13th overall. So hmm. about where maybe, maybe that's just a cyclical thing where the yeah. top, top wide receiver each year just – Pounds himself into that twelve to eighteen range. Yeah, but Amari Cooper. Where's Amari Cooper now? Probably six, seven, seven, seven. Yeah, see, that's that's worthy. I mean, that that could be the way it ends up. Maybe Treadwell will do what what Scott was kind of talking about. Just maybe he'll turn into it. But I also the Raiders. I trust the Raiders last season to throw <laughs> more to Minnesota. Yeah, like Derek Carr. Just yeah. I know it's gonna fling it to him. But yeah, what man, was? What, what was up with Vegas last year? I remember doing the show with you guys, and uh, we went we went over what uh, the over under, and we went over some Vegas lines, and I think they had Teddy at four thousand yards, and like twenty five touchdowns or something oh, yeah. crazy touchdowns. And I'm like, wow, as Vegas has these odd, and Vegas, this is their business, right? This is yeah. what they do. And you watch Teddy, I'm like, oh my god, Vegas was so wrong. They were so they wrong on him. So wrong last year. <laughs> I'm dying to see his line uh, when it comes out this year. I'm dying. Dude, it's going to be 15 touchdowns, and it's going to really make you think, too. 15 and a half. Yeah. Right. It's going to be great. <laughs> nice. I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> We're going to let the lovely Amanda talk about Moritz Boringer in our new segment, Sex Tricks. Let's talk about Moritz Boringer. This Vikings wide receiver is 6'4", 227 pounds. On his stat sheet, you'll find a 39-inch vertical and a 6.69-second three-cone drill. His catch radius is in the 99th percentile. Mmm, say it slower. His catch radius is in the 99th percentile. Bowringer is in the 91st percentile with a burst score of 131.8. A 122.4 spark score places Boehringer in the 90th percentile. He has a 117.3 height weight burst score, which puts him in the 96th percentile. And he is German. Wow, Ty. Um, <laughs> that's very informative. 
That six point sixty nine second three cone, yeah. Oh, say that slower. It sounded almost like Sean Connery. A little. Oh, say that slower. I don't know that who was the, the hell that was. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. By the way. Yes. <laughs> the lovely good. Amanda. Yeah, we got. Uh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> she got those stats uh, from PlayerProfiler.com. So check them out. That was good. No. Do we want to? Wow, I'm looking at the Twitter questions uh, for the show tonight. Wait, we got Twitter questions? Yeah, but none of them are football related. <laughs> what hashtag are we using? Again, TBR Pod or what was the hashtag? I just tweeted it <laughs> before we responded. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want me? Do you want me to ask you Twitter a couple? Twitter yeah, let's questions? let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> we we have no plan for this. Show. <laughs> All right. What is your go-to lip sync song? Lip sync. Oh yeah. man. Anything Nirvana. I I don't know. Maybe you know. There's that lip sync show. Maybe they're talking about that. Like if you're going gonna go on that show, what song do you want to lip sync on that show or something? Tom's Diner. I don't even know. I don't even know I, the word. My uh, wife just interjected living on a prayer. That's a good Oh, song. that's uh, my wife's biggest. I, I was thinking more than a feeling it'd be a good one, too. That's a good one. Hold yeah. on. Let me think about this. I got... Uh, He's probably going to come up with some... Uh, Ty's probably going to say, like, Opet or some... some no, no. I'm, I, yeah, no. Come on, I don't do Some it. crazy band. Like, well, Ty thinks about that. Frank, Frank, did you watch 90210 back in the day? Of course. Yeah, so our next question is favorite 90210 character. So while Ty thinks of his lip sync <laughs> song, maybe. Uh, all right, like listen, every dude wanted to be Dylan, right? And every <laughs> and every uh, <laughs> and every dude wanted to uh, have relations with uh, Kelly. Sorry, here we go. <laughs> First of all, Andrea, Andrea, or oh, Andre was like 45 years old playing a 16 year old on that show. I know, right? Well, it, I, I think I think she was actually younger than Luke Perry. I think Luke Perry was 32 when it started. That's insane. I know. Insane. I I disagree though. I I I prefer Jason Priestley probably because I was a little more of a goody two shoes and I wasn't a big motorcycle guy. So. Oh, I always wanted a motorcycle. Always. Yeah, so that was probably that. <laughs> Ty's okay. just in shock over there. Yeah. So this is like what you guys are gonna be talking about when you're 70 years old, sitting in a McDonald's over the paper Remember on Sunday that morning, show? right? Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. Kelly was hotter. Bro, <laughs> with that guy from Sharknado, what was that called? <laughs> Ian Zierink. <laughs> All right. So my song that I would lip sync is Dio's "The Last in Line." Yeah, of course. I put on tight pants. I just put my leg up on a chair and just wail it. I thought it would be like Judas Priest or something like that. Uh, electric that guys, one? electric guys, my jam too. Yeah. There you go. Do you have a nine two one zero character, Ty? I, do, what? Are you, what's are that? You too young. You guys? Are you kidding me? Are we talking about Friends here? Because that was like my jam when I was growing up. Okay, you <laughs> can <laughs> say your favorite Friends character. No, no, I'm not. Chandler. You know, it probably would be Chandler. Be it. <laughs> Joey was hilarious. Ross just pissed me off. <laughs> Since there's no real football questions, <laughs> let's just keep going. There's, there's, they're all, they're all like favorite A team character. Any luck oh, with that? With that eight. Josh Doxson three way <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Frank. So far, it's a no go. 
but uh, you know, Christmas is uh, not too far away. So Craig we'll is holding out hope. He I'm holding has, uh, has several pictures on his vision board. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's correct, Scott. I'm fingers fingers crossed. You know, Santa might come uh, come early. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you guys want to play a game? Let's yeah. play a game. Let's do it. Yeah. I I thought of this game earlier today. Um, obviously, it's not <clears throat> an original game like any of the games we do, really. But we're gonna make it put did a we, dynasty slant on it. Did we steal this from somebody else? Sure, uh, not not another fancy podcast, but I'm sure it's stolen. Um, All right, I'm good. You know that. that game, Never Have I Ever, or the Loser Game, or any of those. You know, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's kind. Of, we're gonna play it kind of like horse. So you'll take a loser letter. You'll spell out the word loser. L O S E R. Okay. And you will take a letter if if you have done one of these. Oh okay. boy. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna see who is the biggest dynasty loser. Okay. Okay. Take oh, a man. loser letter. I'm gonna. If you stop. have if you play in more than one league with kickers and defenses. Ah, uh, fucking give me the L. <laughs> yep. Hold got an L. L. <laughs> yeah, I got one too. I do not have an L on that one. Uh, That's because you run all the leagues and you I know. eradicate <laughs> them. It's easy when you co- you commission every league. Yeah. Oh, take a loser letter. If you have accidentally started an injured player last year. If you accidentally started injured or out player last year. No. Not last year, no. Nope. No. Mm, I did. I said, no. Ah, there we go. Ah. I don't. I I remember. I don't remember who it was, but I remember when it happened. I got so mad at myself. I. I realized I was in too many leagues. Uh, oh, son of a... I randomized this list, and now I'm looking at it like I'm going to lose. Yep. Good. <laughs> Take a loser letter if you still have Cordero Patterson on a roster. Oh, loser right here. Hell no. You mean, oh, in Game of Thrones, Carp57 still wants him. I, I, I just... I just got an offer for him, and I had to reject it. <laughs> so let's keep going. That's even worse. I, I hate to admit it, but I think I have about three rosters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Take a loser letter if you have ever owned Johnny Manziel at any time in a Dynasty League. Nope. No. Oh, dang it. I haven't either. I, oh, yeah, uh, there you go. Oh, okay. But I'm just mad that you guys didn't get letters. Not tripping us up, yeah. Take a loser letter if you have two or more shares of Devontae Adams. Nope. No, I had one and I just sold it. Actually, oh, man, that. we are not losers in this group. Nice. Take a loser letter if you have made a trade while drunk in the last month. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I traded so many. I gotta stop trading. I gotta stop drinking. On our shotcast, I traded. Damn it, Nathan Powell. I'm in high time. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Dude, I was just thinking, when did we do the shotcast? That's more than a month I'm ago. Gonna, it was more than a month ago, but I'm yeah. gonna say this off season. I, uh, yeah, I, I, that yeah. question really should be the in the last year or something. Yeah. yeah. So this, I got S. I have not. I have not either. Totally. All my trades are This one might go back a little. (laughs) Wow. Take a loser letter. If you have traded for... If you traded for Aaron Hernandez or Justin Blackman after their suspensions. I did. I'm another one. That's enough. I did. I did with Hernandez. Yeah. I did Blackman. Yeah. So I got an L-O. I got one more. Wait, 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 wait. You got got an L-O? 
I got yeah. L-O-S-E, dude. I only have L-O, too. I Guess got who's going to be the, the dynasty loser? Yeah, because I took the drunk, a, du- a drunk one, and black one. Yeah, I just got, I just picked up two letters real quick. Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> Take a loser letter if you have ever owned Gus Johnson in more than one league. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, Ty. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> more than Oops. once. Oh god damn it! It's gonna happen. It will happen. I did that one. (laughs) I know, specifically because Ty's so far ahead. Okay, take a loser letter if you've acquired a player solely based on Twitter hype without doing the doing the numbers or research yourself. Just that just the hype was so high that you took him. I'm gonna. I'd probably say yes. I lose. Yeah, I'll say with Perriman last year. I did that. Yeah, I'm a loser. I'm sure we all have. I can't. Yeah. Think, I can't think of an example of mine, but I'm. I'm sure I picked up a free agent that was being hyped online. Well, so I'm the biggest loser here. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. And the good news is I got. I got about ten more of these for later. Oh, this is great. This is a great game. I like this game. I gotta come up. Okay. Yes, it's a perfect game. What are we calling this game officially? I had loser. Dynasty loser game. There you go, Dynasty yeah. loser. There yeah. you go, the Dynasty loser. All right, so that's Dynasty Loser. That's a good game, Scott. Yeah, that's, that was a that's not, very good that's one. That's not bad. Yeah, if if there are anybody out there with suggestions for this game for me to put in my little Excel sheet, I would love them. So hashtag TBR Loser. <laughs> sure, sounds good. <laughs> no, really, and this is a good game because all the listeners can play along too. Yeah, yeah because I, I it's like self-deprecating and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. And yeah. you know, if you can't make fun of yourself, then who the hell are you gonna make fun of, Ty? <laughs> god damn it, you beat me too. And I was Nathan Frank, <laughs> mailman, and, and Nathan. I Powell. I almost want to read you my uh, one that I specifically wrote to try to trap Ty. <laughs> Go for <laughs> it. That wasn't the Gus Johnson. I know <laughs> that one was too. Corey Washington. You wrote two articles about Justin Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. If you have Sankey or Hunter on a Dino roster, take a loser letter. If you have both on the same team, take two loser letters. Loser. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. Very good that's game, good. bro. That yeah. good. We'll have to play that again sometime. That's fun. We will. And that's going to wrap up the show. Uh, before we go, I want to highlight an article written by a 14-team mocker. This uh, this week, it was an amazing, eye-opening article. I, I had some direct message conversations with Mocker. I, I I can't say enough positive words about how how enlightening that article is. So, absolutely. Uh, go go to at fourteen team Mocker on Twitter, and uh, I'm sure you could find his article. Probably, maybe it's a pinned tweet, or maybe it's just in there. It's it's on Bro Jackson. Uh, go check that out. Um, also, fantasycares.net. I'd love donations to Toys for Tots. Uh, it really helps. I'm really getting near the goal. It's going to be awesome to buy the, those toys for those kids. Um, I will be making leagues with prizes. So I got those uh, I got those going. Please uh, check that out. Think of the children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at scottfish24. You can follow Dynasty Frank on Twitter, at Dynasty Frank, and you can follow Ty on Twitter with his name and his city and a bunch of underscores. (laughs) That's right. See you next week. Peace. Peace.